Colorado Sports Guys podcast is brought to you by the Denver Chop House, located in the heart of lower downtown Denver at 18th and Wine Coop. That's Wine Coop with a K, just a block away from Coors Field and a lot of other really nice low-dough establishments. The new Union Station comes to mind. It's one of those great sites that people out there need to check out. But while you do it, before, during, after, check out the Denver Chop House. they got great steaks, burgers, roast beef au jus. You know how we do. Belly up to the bar. Have yourself a nice, finely crafted house-brewed brewski. Check out the Denver Chop House. We love them. They love us. We all love you. Now enjoy the show. From CSG Studios, high above the streets of beautiful Denver, Colorado, you're listening to the Colorado Sports Guys. They talk about sports and stuff. And now your hosts, Jeff Morton, Ross Martin, and Nate Timmons. What's up, everybody out there on the interwebs? We are back podcasting with me, as always, Ross Hipster's Glasses. Howdy, folks. Welcome to the Colorado Sports Guys podcast, where the West lives. Making his way down here from Thornton, Colorado, the king himself, Jeff Morton. What's up, everybody? And, you know, king of Thornton. You know, listening to that intro again, it occurs to me that we're going to have to have Renee re-record that again. Oh, Really? Yeah, because we're no longer high above the streets of Denver, beautiful Denver, Colorado. Well, you know, we might as well. Wherever you are in Denver, you're high, man. Yeah, well, that's true. Especially well, here at Jake's Fine oh, Food and Spirits. God, I love this place. We are at Jake's Food and Spirits. Love Jake's Food and Spirits. This has been our uh, semi, semi-permanent residence for the last couple months. I and think it's, it's been very safe good. to say it's our new home. I kind of want to figure out a way to transition into that booth behind us, though. Yeah. You mean the Godfather booth right I want, there? I want I a like piece of that booth. booth. Why can't we sit in the booth? That. See, but, but we're not Italian enough to sit in that thing. I'm a quarter Italian. I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm 25% Italian. <laughs> we're not Al Pacino enough. You know, when I used to work the uh, uh, meat stand at uh, Coors Field, I forget what they call that. Concession stand? Meat stand. <laughs> I would do the grills. Get your I, fresh I, meat. Yeah. I would work the grills. Just, right? just meat on a and, stick. And right? I'd be like, we got the Italian sausage and the Polish sausage. You could tell the Italian ones because they're crooked. And I thought that was funny when I was 15. Then I got taken out back and slapped around a little bit by <laughs> Mr. Small Dome. <laughs> the yes. Small Domes, you know. You guys know who the Small Domes yes, are? Yes, yes, the Denver yeah. crime family. Denver yeah. Mafia. My uh, brother's best, my oldest brother's best friend. Was Jesse Smaldone? Ooh, and he's uh, connected. Yeah, I was like, I didn't l- realize that was a thing until later in life. And then I was like, wow, you know, you could have exploited that to give us some sort of benefits. To, yeah, you, know, you could have. Even though we're Irish, yeah. you know, so I, I don't think they would give us any in- benefits. But whatever, we better be careful when we're talking about the small dones. That's true. Yeah. Probably listening to this. They come down here and shake us down. They'd be like, hey, "It'd be a shame." I if think the uh, uh, podcast, you know, just uh, didn't get uploaded tonight. I think Vic Lombardi knows these small dones. Didn't he grow up in the north That's side? That's racist. Of Denver? That's racist, <laughs> Jeff. What? Just because he's Italian, all, all the Italian guys know the small dones. I've never even heard of the small dones. Really? Well, consider yourself lucky. Were they just small donors or? Oh, they got their name. For the record, I do not know Nate Timmons. He's yeah. not a friend of mine. I am not associated <laughs> if, with him. If Nate gets whacked, we'll know. <laughs> I don't even think Nate said that. Some other guy just. <laughs> Who was that guy? Was that Jake Feinstein? <laughs> that was Jake. Jake. Jake Feinstein. Oh, that, that Jake is always joking about the small dogs. We don't. We don't condone Sneaky. that sort of talk here on the Sneaky the bastard. We are very supportive Sheesh. of the Italian Americans. I, for instance, am wearing. A Danilo Gallinari shirt Danilo. showing my full support for Italians. Danilo. <laughs> I met some guy the other day and I was like, hey man, where are you from? I was expecting him to say like Belarus or Czech Republic and he's like, Italy. I was like, you're Italian? It's like, I didn't think it was so at all, but he was a big Gallo fan. It was weird, like, what's though. with the hairy toes? Yeah, and the satchel that he had on. I was like, what is That's with your purse. man purse? That's purse. <laughs> <laughs> Although I've, I've also become quite jealous of the satchel slash purse slash fanny pack because I have so much shit to put in my pockets all the time. What's up with that, man? Unbelievable. God, I am sick of what it, do you, too. What do you put in your pockets That's why I wear that cargo shorts. a purse? Wallet, keys, cell phone, water bottles, uh, I don't know, various protein other shakes, items I have. Protein, protein water bottles. You're not going to fit a water all bottle that. into a satchel anyway. You got you got to have you also got to have your vape. You got to have your backup vape. You got to have <laughs> your you got to have your you know your batter's box vape. You got to have your batter's box. I wouldn't mind you carrying have your the 
batter's circle. What do they call that? On deck circle. You got to have your on deck circle vape. I wouldn't mind having like a little. Uh, it's a lot of vape. Like you got a dugout small vape. Pharmacy in there, you know, like. Yeah. Oh, sometimes I get headaches. You got to have your perks, your verks, your bikes. So basically, it's a purse. You yeah. want a purse. Yeah, I'll take one. It's European. <laughs> and it's European. You ever like see a, a, a girl reach into a purse and you wonder how much you end up pulling out of that thing? My mom used to have this purse that didn't wasn't you know very big, but she would like start rooting for stuff through. It's like a clown thing. car, and it was like more and more stuff came out of it. He's like, "How did you get that in there? You know, you're pulling out like legs of like, chairs and geez, stuff." Jeez, mom, how many vapes do you need? <laughs> vapes, legs of chairs, Jeff. I believe those were dildos. <laughs> It's like, geez, mom, you can smoke pot out of those dildos. Man, that's that's absolutely too angular for that sort of thing. I always remember being in church, and I'd go through my mom's purse and find her lip gloss because it always smelled really good. And then I'd always think to myself as a kid, like, should I just start eating this stuff? Oftentimes, I came to the conclusion of yes, but I never actually went. That explains a lot. Am I right? (laughs) So Nate Timmons is sitting there in the corner. Eating lip gloss. Eating well, you know, church, church used to be so early, you'd rarely get breakfast, so I'd just be starving by the time you know anything interesting happened. You know how the, in baseball when they have the backwards K for strikeouts? Yeah. I used to think because they would put up the strikes, and I thought they would put the backwards K so it wouldn't ever say KKK. I thought they were like trying to be like, well, it's K, K, but now they do backwards K. But would they have KKK up there? Yeah, they totally would. But yeah, they wouldn't wait till like the fourth one and then just throw two up. No, no, they put them right up. Really? Yeah. You got any video evidence of this? Pictures? It's on the internet, dude. Is it? Google it. Google it. Is that right next to the Illuminati stuff? The Illuminati. (laughs) Illuminati. Twelve gauge (laughs) shot. Let's get on with the podcast, guys. Machiavelli. It's like a bullshitting with you guys. This is boring. Hey, this is entertaining. <laughs> Nate's checking his email. Hey, well, we wait for Nate. Well, Would you guys Nate like to hear about my fantasy football <laughs> league draft? I entered baseball KKK, <laughs> and I got a bunch of Jackie Robinson stuff. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and close that down. <laughs> wow. Thank you once again, Internet, for showing us everything is wild. <laughs> Wondered why Nate was all bug-eyed over there. Oh, that's pretty funny. Jesus. That is hilarious. What are you talking about, Ross? I don't. I don't remember. He was going to talk about his fantasy league, uh, but know, we better go in the headlines. I will say this, that uh, that uh, finally I'm excited about the football season. I have not oh, been yes. excited at all about it. Me neither. I know you guys aren't, and you never will be. But no, shut uh, your mouth. I uh, just got very excited about three days ago. Now, you, okay, but the difference is you had decided that you were not going to be excited about it ever, right? Or was that Jeff? That was Jeff. Oh, that was Jeff. That was me. So I don't, I don't I'm just, live in black and white, so I live in the gray area. Not, yeah, it's not about right and wrong or black and white. It's about the middle. Well, so I haven't really been excited. I hate the preseason. The preseason, to me, is like this horrible little... It's like the calm before the storm, but it's not a calm because it's negative. It actually is worse than just the off season for football. It always drives me nuts when people are like, so did the Broncos win or lose last night? It's like, it doesn't who, matter, like, bud. Who gives a like, shit? It really doesn't who, matter. Who cares? It doesn't mean anything. It means and less than nothing. Mark yes. Osweiler came in and led the fourth who quarter drive. And you know what else I've heard <laughs> is like people talking about Brock Osweiler is the future. It's like as if that's how things work. It's like, yep, it's locked in stone. Brock Eiswaller will be the starter when Peyton Manning is gone. Yeah. Yep, absolutely, because he's the backup, because that's how I don't it works. believe that's true. Because Gary Kubiak took over after Elway <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, Tommy Maddox, Tommy actually. Tommy Maddox took over. He, and that didn't work out. I see, Kubiak retired in, what, 92, right? So What? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was like 90 95. 92. 94 or something. 92. Hmm. Well, look that up, Timmons. I'm on it. But at any rate, I'm excited about football starting. Should we just call them Coobs? Coobs. See if the internet can figure Coobs. that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put in, like, uh, Gary Kubiak, KKK, see what comes up. <laughs> why would, <laughs> funny thing is, though, why would Jeff know exactly when Gary Kubiak retired? That is weird. What kind of research I was, the was only re- I was the only re- uh, member of the Gary Kubiak fan club when I was 14 <laughs> years old, apparently. <laughs> I remember because Kubiak you know, hadn't even his born la- yet. No, because his last game as a Bronco was the <laughs> 1991 AFC Championship Did game. Did you hear what I said there? I said it's weird because Kubiak hadn't even been born yet. Well, I heard it. You I hear that? Yeah, I, I did. I was aware it was of an old what joke. you said. <laughs> Kubiak was selected in the eighth round of the 83 draft, same year that Elway was drafted, number one by the Colts. Kubiak played his entire career wait, wait, for the Kubiak Broncos. Kubiak was picked by the Colts? 
No, Elway was Elway. the Colts. Baltimore Colts. Kubiak picked by? Denver. He retired oh, in 1992. Wow. Nine seasons, he went. All right, guess his record. Nine seasons. What was Kubiak's record as a starter? I would go with 3-0. and oh. No, I would go with 8-1. and one. As a starter. As a starter. Oh, I think, I think starter. it was either 2-0 and oh or 8-0 and oh, or 3-0. and oh. I have no idea. Three and two. Three, Three and two. two. He started five games in nine years. They That's used to incredible. call Elway the Maytag repairman. I think that was a pretty funny joke back in the day. <laughs> guess how many uh, touchdowns versus INTs he had in five. Well, I guess in. Wait. Three and two is a starter. Okay, so as a starter, what did he do? Touchdowns and INTs. I'll go with six and six. I'm going to go with seven and five. You guys both way underestimated. 14 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. In five games? I think. That's kind of what Wikipedia well, no, is says. Is that his career stats? That's got to be his career stats. I have no idea. I think that's yeah. his career stats. He didn't have, well, let's put it this way, he didn't have 14 touchdowns so he gra- he, in five starts. He graduated and not graduated. That would be he, pretty good, right? He, he, he retired in 92, right? I have no idea. I can't find <laughs> it. Look that shit up. I'm trying. Okay, we found a pro football reference. Now we'll get to the bottom of some shit. <laughs> So Gary Kubiak, 14 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. Career. I was cl- pretty, for a career. That was for a career. I was pretty close with the ratio, at least. I, I said one-to-one. It was pretty close, 14 yeah. to 16. He was playing you know. probably paying a lot of garbage. He started a game as a rookie. Interesting. Two the following year. Then he didn't play again until 88. Started once in 89. His last season was 1991. So he so retired in 1991. You no, mean like his retirement summer when he was in 1992? No, what because the it? AFC Championship the, game was in 1992 that year. Did you go to the Kubiak parade? I did. did I was they, the only one at the remake, Kubiak Did they parade. give him the keys to the city? I you said, you know, I went out there. Coops. You know, it was like I, I went, went out there. I went to the Denver Trump out, House at 18th and yeah. Kubiak. <laughs> I went out there. it was Kubiak that day. They and renamed I, it. I went out there and I said, one day, one day you'll be the best offensive coordinator of the Broncos history. What? You got Kubies when you were there? What about the coach of the... What's his face? Chargers. All right, Jeff, don't answer this. Ross, where did Kubiak go to college? Easy. That's easy. He went to the University of Houston. Jeff, do you have a guess on this? Texas A&M. Jeff's right. Ross, way off, as usual. What did I say? Your University of Houston? Houston. I said, (laughs) no, I meant meant A&M, guys. (laughs) I meant A&M. You know, that's near Houston, actually. (laughs) He was the 197th player taken overall. That's crazy. Kubiak. Well, you know, remember the NFL draft used to be like, what, 11 rounds? Oh, no, I like don't that. remember that, yeah. but I believe you. All right, whoever, it used to be 11 rounds. <laughs> whoever doesn't you get You are this three right. years younger than me. You remember this. Oh, I love trivia. <laughs> this is great. Whoever furthest away gets pasted in the face. How many yards did Kubiak throw for? In his career? Career yards. Let's just say, let's just say 1,800 yards. Morton? Uh, I'm going to go with 1,500. 1920. Ooh, oh, look at that. Bad, look guys. at that. Lean in, Jeff. Bad. Time to get pasted in the face. Save it. <laughs> man, Kubiak. How about some Kubiak trivia? Kubiak's the best, man. Hey, by the way, there's a show coming on NFL Network. Is it called The Gary Kubiak it. Story? <laughs> it's something about former players, and Terrell Davis is going to be it's on called there. Keeping Up with the Kubiaks? Is it about Gary Kubiak having a heart Keeping attack on the, the field last year? <laughs> but it. They referenced something in there about Terrell Davis going through a it's dark a, a sh- period. Terrell Davis going through a, a dark period it had a, to be after his knee injuries, a right? Dark, yeah. What do you, you, you think? He spent a few weeks on uh, Vicodin, Probably sniffing Elmer's glue. Dude, Elmer's glue smells so good. But we'll be talking about players and drugs here later, I'm sure. So let's get into some favorites of Ross Martin's headlines. Yeah, guys, big week, big week on the news front. Big week on the news front. Biggest week in months. Uh, this one is kind of following up on a big discussion we had last week. Um, here's a headline for you. Uh, Michael Sam is still not showering with any professional football players. Because his ass is unemployed. <laughs> you guys hear about this? <laughs> oh. Whoa. Get the gays out of the Whoa. NFL. We're on a witch this hunt is, now. This is, uh, I, have, I, I think have, it's a showering agenda is what it is. I have kind of a uh, uh, an article here I'd like to uh, piggyback on top of that one. Did you guys one. hear Jeff Fisher say they cut him because he was gay? Je- Jeff Fisher? He just kept repeating that. 
They cut him because he was gay. They kept saying. They just kept screaming it. Reporters <laughs> are like, <laughs> cut him because he's gay. Cut him because it was gay. Reporters are like, wait a minute, wait. So you cut him because he's gay? He's like, what can you not understand about this? We can't have him in the locker room. He's trying to hump everybody. We had to get him out of here. Freaking guy. Oh, well, guess what? Jeff Fisher would not be considered, in Jeff Morton's eyes, a coward. Coward. Cowards and the anonymous quotes they give. That's one of my favorite headlines from this week by one Jeff Morton at ColoradoSportsGuys.com. Cowards and the anonymous quotes they give. Was there some some scathing quotes, Jeff, that you found? No, I, it wasn't particularly Jeff scathing. Jeff Morton just basically <laughs> blamed it all on Peter King. <laughs> yeah. P.S. Jeff and hates I mean, Peter King. This is a, t- a Peter King takedown piece, if you ask me. Peter. And Jeff kind of looks like a younger Peter King. <laughs> And oh, handsome. Peter King's a younger Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> One way yeah, or the other. I think it's the other way around. I think it's <laughs> curly he, locks. I think he is a younger younger version of me. They're both almost um, they're both kings. Completely gray. They're, they're both, both kings. Kings. Yeah. kings, both kings. King of Thornton. No, it was just like, you know, you you he wrote this article about, you know, anonymous team architects saying that they wouldn't uh, have him on the team, basically, because they don't want the distractions. I mean, Peter King's pretty close with Elway, so obviously Elway was one of these guys that didn't want a gay player, right? I actually had that thought cross my mind. Well, I don't know about that. So we can draw that conclusion? Elway hates gays? Uh, yeah, I'm sure he doesn't. Well, he's a I mean, I'm sure he's not a fan of them. I mean, but here's the thing. Maybe I'll back off a touch. Uh, too strong? John Elway calls them J's. What? Yeah, he can't pronounce a hard G. It's weird. <laughs> Like his name, his birth name was Gone Elway. You guys know that? <laughs> Don't like the yays one bit. People are like, oh, he hates the Oakland A's, I guess? I don't know what he's saying. Um, so here's something interesting. So I, I, I want to talk about this a little bit. Now, Jeff Morton is calling these cowards, these, 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 these uh, general managers, they're called architects, right? Because he didn't want to identify them by their name. They'd be a general manager, could be a player personnel guy, could be a head coach, could be an owner of a team. They're saying could be LeBron James. He's basically be, a de facto GM. He's a, he's a team dad. I'm sure you meant yeah. LeBron James. James. <laughs> LeBron James. Oh wait, no, James is right. Yeah, you're right. Um. So yeah. So they're saying we don't want the distraction. So is it, the question is, is that a valid reason that should not uh, attract the uh, the the rage and hatred from? Uh, the left wing gay agenda people. The left wing. Did I say that out loud? Uh, by what? <laughs> Jeff and his minions. By Jeff and his minions. His the gays with torches. You mean club. his army? You mean the gay army? You mean my the gays with pitchforks and you torches? You mean my uh, my gang of uh, fabulous torches? Jang, your jang. My jang, my jang of fabulous torches. But no, yeah, is that an okay to say? Is that an okay thing to say? Well, you know, basically, the, as we've basically gone over. I think, and proven, the um, word "distraction" is buzzword for I don't want to deal with it. It has nothing, you know, it has nothing to do with actual being a distraction. They just don't want to deal with it. Um, it, That's why I called them cowards. Is because it's like it's like he was not in any way a distraction for the St. Louis Rams. Basically, they went out of their way to say that. The only time there was a quote-unquote distraction is when Josina Anderson decided to talk about showering habits. Which everybody wanted to know, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, but that's the, the People dist- have been making fun of her, but that was interesting. But everybody wanted to know that. <laughs> that's the distraction, though, is having more media around that are going to be asking questions that you're not preparing your players for that they're not used to hearing. That's the distraction. Well, that's not really a distraction. That's what you, that's what you call media. Media but it's does, a distraction. It, it, it think if, think if the Nuggets all of a sudden had 50 people at every practice. It'd be a completely different beast. They'd have to go about things a different way. Right now, they're that. very open. Well, how about this? Okay, how about this? Now, the Broncos signed Peyton Manning, right? Yes. Peyton Manning, best quarterback in the league. He was worth the distraction. Now, that is a distraction, right? Yeah. That is, along with Peyton Manning comes a lot of baggage and a lot of distraction. If you want to sign a, guy, uh, sign a guy like Michael Vick who has, brings a lot of baggage, a lot of stuff, right? There's all sorts of guys out there. He's a dog, wife, beer, or whatever. Them, yeah. A lot of baggage. Ray some Rice. of it negative, some of it positive. In Michael Sam's case, he was apparently not good enough to mm-hmm. overcome the distraction, and all things being equal, that distraction goes into the 
con category or con column on the pro cons list, and therefore he's out. Now the question is: Is that the same thing as being discriminatory? Because if you replace the word distraction and you just replace it with "is gay," we're not taking him because he is a uh, gay, as opposed to a uh, distraction. Which is essentially the same thing, right? I well, mean, see, he's a distraction because he's gay. You know, the, the very interesting thing to me about this whole process is that you had essentially a, you know, people have called football a meritocracy. It's not really a meritocracy, but it's... Uh, no clue what that word means. It's the ultimate meritocracy. No, it's a financialocracy is what it is. It's, it's the is ultimate... The same thing, it's the, the ul- same No, it's thing. the ultimate socialist... By proxy, okay. That's you know that no one's greater than the equal of the sum of the parts. Uh, it's yeah, no one's above anyone else. I was waiting for him. Everyone to come shares down. everything. There's the, yeah, it's total socialism. Anyway, wait, the NFL is socialist? I don't understand. It is the the best example of socialism, actually, when you think about it. No, I don't understand that. They share all their revenue. Okay, no their team business, makes more than any other team. Their 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 salary cap. I understand. No that. capitalist society has a salary cap. But it's more like an oligarchy, <laughs> I would say. So who is Goodell? Because ben Laden? it's not like it's... <laughs> Help me out here. Yeah. In this scenario, Goodell is Bin Laden. Is he Bassam from the Bassam TV show Basset. on FX? Bassam Basset. Uh What is that show called know. that I've been watching? <laughs> what is Bassam? Tyrant. Is he Bassam? Oh, I don't watch <laughs> that. watching that? I don't get any <laughs> channels below Channel 18 or higher than 18. <laughs> After that, I'm screwed. Wow. So anyway, yeah, it's it's just basically. So why are they cowards? They're cowards because, once again, you can't uh, listen. The, the 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 if they were actually truly why wanting to do quote unquote football reasons, they would have mimed exactly what the Rams said in when they said, you know what, he had this problem, he had this problem, he had this problem. Football reasons. There wasn't football reasons in the quote unquote distraction thing. It had nothing to do with it. So when you say someone's because they didn't lie. When you say someone is a distraction, they told the truth. And you know what? Part of this is the Tebow effect, as we all know. No, 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 Jeff. I want to get back to this. You're saying they're cowards because they didn't lie. Yeah. And that makes no sense to me. I thought you were going to say they were cowards because they said all this anonymously. Well, that that's too. a reason why they're cowards. Well, that, that too, but mostly it's because they went out and said that they, we were not taking him because he's gay. But they didn't put their name to it, and obviously that's part of the anonymous. Here's, part of here's it, how I know, and here's how I'm guessing this this conversation happened with Peter King and these so-called team architects. It, it probably went something along these lines: Hey, uh, gone away. Uh, <laughs> Are you going to look at Michael Sam? Nah. Why not? Well, he's just, we don't need him. Um, we got a good defense. We don't have, we, we are not lacking in that position right now. And, you know, it, even if we were, we, you know, we probably would look at another guy instead. Well, well, does him being gay take, you know, have anything to do with it? Yeah, I mean, that's another added distraction that we don't really need at that position right there. Boom. There's your headline. Team architect, Gon Elway, says we don't want him because he's gay. <laughs> but the bottom line is, is that Michael well, it was Sam very is interesting to me that, that that this whole thing because he really hasn't been a distraction. Well, we're when and that's uh, that's the whole thing. I mean, well, how many, how often have we really heard about Michael Sam? I don't know how often we would have heard about anything related to St. Louis Rams training camp exactly. in Denver if it hadn't been for Michael Sam. So to say he hasn't been a distraction, I think, is a little I bit mean, of an understatement. How do you distract any? Do you, do you, do you define publicity? As a distraction? I would say yes. I would say that there's 52 other guys on that team that would have had no national attention at all. But what kind of a team Sam, doesn't want that? That is well, absolutely essay. Yeah, all team wants. All all, every team wants publicity. All I'm saying the Broncos is milked not, Tebow for all it was worth. That's not true. Tebow, no, Tebow, Tebow totally was, milked Tebow was here to win games, no, Jeff. Was <laughs> yeah, Michael, was Sam's just, games. Michael Sam's is trying to jump in showers. But, <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. The reason why Tebow is not in the league probably is because of the big D word distraction and the big J word as in God. You know what? Get I was it? just going to say it. Or Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Jesus I, I'm Christ. just going to say it and you know there's Bronco fans who are listening to this who are Tebow fans who are going to get upset but the dude just needs to come out of the closet. Tebow probably does. Yeah, he's godlike, godliness and gay. But with the Michael That's Sam the thing, too, like yep. we're, I'm sitting there watching he's ESPN. Jay and loves John. <laughs> I was watching God. ESPN. I was waiting for the Team USA game to come on, and ESPN broke to a special report that Michael Sam had been cut. 
It's big news with a knife. Yeah, but that's I mean that's that's kind of the funny thing is it's like all right he's a seventh round pick, he's gay we've put all this attention on him because of that so ESPN has to break whatever commercial break it was or whatever to tell you that this guy didn't make the team, but the same thing with Johnny Manziel has Johnny Manziel not been a distraction to the Browns? Absolutely. Yeah, I but mean, is there not a circus that comes the, with Johnny Manziel? Uh, yeah, but this is the thing. Johnny Manziel it's is true. bringing. It's a circus. He's bringing the uh, the old cashola to a team that doesn't just really deserve it in the Cleveland the 49ers Browns. Niners take Michael Sam and just make the world right. Yeah, Jesus, I mean, God. perfect. That's true. They've got they've got uh, bomb threateners and wife beaters on that team. So they, <laughs> they've got their own issues. We need some husband beaters on <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> <laughs> we need some pro football players that beat up their boyfriend for once. <laughs> Something dead. Any equality now, in that the would be domestic violence With, thing, In yeah. light of the domestic violence, hypothetically, Michael Sam gets picked up by a team that beats the shit out of his boyfriend. Do those same rules <laughs> apply? Absolutely, and they should. Yeah. But like, is it mutual combat? Have you seen his point? boy? Have you seen his boyfriend? I don't think his boyfriend could take him. Guys, I don't. Is it just me, or do you guys smell like natural gas? Like, yeah, if you be smelling something like that. <laughs> this place blows up. It's kind of pleasure. <laughs> Hopefully, if somebody the podcast this. abruptly. Well, no, they were not going to be hearing this because we won't be able to upload. Well, it. maybe this card will make it through the fire, and somebody will upload <laughs> Someone it. Someone will upload our last message. moments. I'm going to text yeah. message my wife and be like, "If you do anything to honor I my existence, I smell natural gas. It does smell kind of gassy in here. It does." Like not farts either. We're talking. What's up with the gas leak, Stephanie? Yeah, this kind of gas smell permeates through here, Jake's. It's danger, dangerous. Mm. Mm. Pull your fire alarm or something. <laughs> be okay. Uh, is that why I'm getting my J's and G's mixed up? I'll take another one. Uh, anyway, no, we're we're still talking about this thing with. Uh, what do they call that stuff they put into propane? Uh, Mercaptan? Is that what that's called? I don't know. I have no idea. You know, Never looked it up. Look it up. Well, kind of I'll look it up. There, oh, well, back to me. All right. Let's see. Should men? I have written down here. Should men wear shorts? It's not a headline. Skip. No, I got, that's all I got. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I just read something the other day that I was like, I want to talk about this on the podcast. People, Should, people think that men shouldn't wear shorts. Who thinks this? I think people from New York. Oh yeah. There oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw something. I saw I that. Wear that shorts, is absolutely man. ridiculous. And, Have and these some, people ever been to Colorado? People said, wear shorts in December out here. And people also said don't wear shorts with long sleeve shirts. And people also said don't ever ever wear cargo shorts. Cargo shorts? That's all the stores make. That's like what else am I supposed to buy? Gym shorts? <laughs> I don't know. That's just really all I buy: cargo <laughs> shorts and gym <laughs> shorts. Gym shorts. That's all I got. Nate's gonna show up in only. Only Nuggets jersey jersey shorts. <laughs> it's gonna all powder blue for Nate. I got I the shorts work. thing. That's all I got left, guys. You guys have any topics? Well, how about uh, the big one about uh, good old Wes Welker being hey, knocked for four what games? What happened? What? He's concussion. Good He's week concussed? of headlines. Well, Ross no, he was uh, <laughs> the headlines. <laughs> he was suspended for four games. Sorry, I spent a week working on my draft. Now, according to Pro Football Talk, that you just auto drafted. I got Jason Elam, guys. <laughs> according to according to Pro Football Talk, uh, Wes Welker had a. Um, according to Pro Football Talk, who's who's the source on this? Bullshit? Wait, what is Pro Football Talk? Is Mike that what Florio? we're doing right now? We're Mike talking Florio? about pro football. Professional football. News. According to our conversation right now. Wait, what happened? Nate, Wes? Nate get on this report. Welker took Molly at Kentucky Derby. <laughs> really? I believe it. Wait, he did? The funny story about Wait, wait is that really the headline? Yes, that's wow. the headline on Mile High Report. I'm on Mile High Report. Oh, Mile High Report. That's one of those SB Nation blogs. Yeah. Well, consider it gospel. Wes Welker's four-game suspension may have come down to the receiver's use of Molly at the Kentucky Derby. Who's saying this? The funny story about Wes Walker There's no way that's handing out $100 bills after the Kentucky Derby this offseason isn't so funny anymore. According to Pro Football Talk's Mike Florio, that was the day Walker violated the league's performance-enhancing drug policy, and Walker was guilty of taking Molly cut with amphetamines at the race. Is this April 1st? Walker will get Day? a four-game suspension for okay. this bullshit. Okay. What? Okay, Molly is not this a performance-enhancing drug. Bullshit. I, well, it's, I'll tell you Kentucky one thing. At the Kentucky Derby, what's I'll he trying what, to... Uh, uh, depends on, depends on. on your... I can't imagine a more fun experience to. than being rich at the Kentucky Derby on Molly. That's what me and Jeff were saying, though. These guys are rich as fuck. What are they supposed to do in the offseason? Drink, the way, drugs, uh, hang this out? Is, this is true. When was the Kentucky Derby? May. May. When do they start drug tests for these guys? 
It's all year round. It's no, year it's round. not. Yep. No, it's not. Yep. No. Yep. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yep. Is that sure? Are you sure? Yep. Wait, what? What does he say? It's drug testing is all year round. Yeah. How long do amphetamines stay in your system? So here, listen to this part. I'm not Florio, sure. It could have been Adderall or something. So this is the guy from Pro Football Talk. Florio notes that ongoing negotiations between the NFL and NFLPA may have made this less consequential for Welker had it happened next year. As happened with Cowboys cornerback Orlando Skandrick, pure MDMA wouldn't have triggered a violation under the PED policy. The presence of amphetamines resulted in a one-strike, four-game suspension. Uh, the NFL and NFLPA had struck a deal on HGH testing. Walker likely wouldn't have been suspended. It's believed that the new drug testing policy that will become effective if and when a final agreement is reached on HGH testing will result in amphetamine shifting to the oh, substance abuse policy during the offseason. Wait a minute. Was he doing HGH or was he doing Molly? Or it was, was Molly cut with amphetamine. So he was getting some dirty shit. Well, Molly <laughs> is MDMA, right? I mean, that's probably that A probably stands for amphetamine. Yeah. yeah, Molly's MDMA, which is, it would be pure, except he had it cut with amphetamines. Well, no, I'm saying Some MDMA, kind of that A probably stands for amphetamine. Who cares? Well, all I'm saying is it probably wasn't cut with anything. I'm sure Wes Welker can afford according the good to, stuff. According but to the Pro bottom Football line Talk. is, why, do they, why are they saying it was Molly? I mean, that's ecstasy that's the, is what that is. That's, yeah, the, yeah. that's taking ecstasy or taking Molly. Molly's like a powder, right? Well, you know, that, that, yeah. But it's like the MDMA, pure MDMA. Yeah. Why, why are they saying that he took it? I mean, how did it go from him getting caught for amphetamines to him now be, doing Molly at the Kentucky Derby? Because he must have admitted to it, I guess. I don't know. I doubt it. Well, you know, it does kind of, been people look at it, it does kind of make sense. You know, he was kind of acting loopy at those clips you see. Yeah, but that also could have just been hammered. <laughs> It could have been, but did you see that the videos of him and Tom Brady at the uh, at the Kentucky Derby the year before? No, they both look like they're whacked out on something. So here's another question: Does it really affect the Broncos negatively at all? Well, I, I mean, don't know. No, if, the more games Walker misses, the better it is for the team because he can't get hurt. Right. You need I, Walker for the playoffs. Period. I'd I would sit say the whole damn season. Exactly. Same thing with the NBA. I'd sit Anderson Verjao for the first sixty games. Oh, here I'd we sit, go. I'd sit oh, in an A for sixty. <laughs> but you don't. You don't go. play these guys when you don't need to. <laughs> sit Walker until game fourteen or fifteen, um, or just playing for the freaking playoffs. I would say probably the first four games is perfect. Just perfect. No. Right. You know, I it, this is the, and it's probably the same. I don't with, think this is going to affect the Broncos in any way, shape, or form. To be quite honest, no, it, is it, it going to overlap his head issues? If the only thing, it, the only thing it'll do is it'll make him people better. massaging his head. By the way, interesting and, though, you know, MDMA can have a deleterious effect to the brain. I wonder if that's he's like well, a listen, total Molly. I, I head. do know, I do know that people who, um, muchas gracias, who people who've had, at least t- taken ecstasy that I've known and I've known plenty. Um, there is a thing with taking X. The next day is always awful, and it's because because like, you 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 crash and you're you basically yeah because it, it alters your chemical balance and you become like some people have been suicidally depressed the the day after you do that sort of thing. You know, it's not something to mess around with, especially if you're prone to Is depression. this one of those things where when you say my friend, you're really talking about yourself? Just no, not this, this guy. <laughs> so this guy. Well, at the Kentucky Derby, I'm afraid of it, to be Saturday, May 3rd, Walker won $57,193.90. There was a human error on the computer that paid Walker an extra $14,858.55. That Churchill Downs was trying to get back from Welker. Yeah, and I, I heard he said "fuck off," and then they were like, "Okay." He was just passing <laughs> out them hundies. Well, no, he was. Yeah, basically, if you see the video, he he does look a little inebriated. No, obviously, he, he could be drunk. Look a little, he looks shit faced, but that's okay. I mean, he could he's be drunk. To do that. He's wearing well, a fedora, America. sunglasses, passing shit out. I mean, if you're wearing a fedora and sunglasses, you're obviously going to be drunk anyway. I mean, here's the other <laughs> question: Should these guys get in trouble for? Or you're in the FBI in like the 50s. It's weird. (laughs) I don't know how that turned around like that. Yeah. It used to be you were in the FBI. Now you're probably high on. Now you're you're just drunk. The whole PED thing is stupid, though. Like, they they need to, like, I don't know. It's retarded. We're going to look back on this in like 20 years and be like, Headline. Look how stupid we were. Nate Timmons quoted 
That whole PED thing is like stupid anyway. Yeah, it's retarded. <laughs> These dudes are junking stuff be, into their bodies anyway. It would be with a question anyway. mark with him. I, I, I totally agree. I, I completely agree. This, Why wouldn't we let them just do all the PEDs? And you're allowed to use stuff up to a certain point, and then you have to not use some stuff. It's it like, is absurd. This is stupid. They're figuring out ways around it. Just let these guys do whatever they want. I'd rather see a league full of like junked up super steroid freaks than a league of a bunch of clean idiots. Well, this is what I always say, uh, and I, can, I always make the comparison to NASCAR and the cars we drive, or auto racing in general. This crazy technology that they have in the race cars and NASCAR and Formula One and IndyCar right now will be in our cars in the next 10, 15 years. You talk about the engines, turbochargers, fuel injectors, all the computers, all that stuff. It will be in our cars to have more efficient, better running, faster, more powerful engines. We're using less gas, and it's fantastic. We should treat pro sports the same way in that the types of surgeries, the type of drugs, the type of quote-unquote performance-enhancing type stuff they take will all be available to us 10 or 20 years down the line when it goes mainstream. So why don't we just create a whole culture around that in professional sports and say, yeah, not only are they doing HGH, the team is giving it to them. And we've got doctors, we've got teams of researchers that are working just with professional athletes to make them bigger, faster, stronger, and more resilient to injury and all this stuff. Why don't we just take it out of the shadows and bring it into the mainstream and then society can all benefit later when we're you know playing basketball or uh, when we're 95. You know why? You know what I'm saying? You know why? Because it'll all become basically a scene from the movie Running Man. I like that movie. You mean like with Dustin Hoffman? No, no, no. With you're thinking of Marathon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is it safe? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, running Man with the Schwarzenegger. Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah, yeah. Richard Dawson as the bad guy. Well, game I mean, that's essentially what we're seeing. We're essentially seeing that type of... I mean, it's not the same. I mean, these guys aren't living and dying on the field, but they are... I mean, you watch any day, these guys' livelihood is snatched away from them. Well, that's true. I mean, the, the, injuries. the football is the ultimate, uh, well, at least the way they have set it up, is the ultimate, you know, you could be cut. Your, your, your livelihood could be gone at any moment. Yeah. But, so the, these guys play with such desperation anyway. So, they've also pretty you know, much... These guys are using PEDs to recover from surgeries to try to get their bodies healthier. Yeah, you're right. They're not actually doing this stuff to try to get stronger. And I, I don't think, I personally don't think they're trying to get more strength or speed well, in a large effect versus just trying to get their bodies to recover. So to me, the whole PEDS thing is freaking ridiculous. I mean, I agree stupid. with you that they are using it to recover, and, and that is part of it. But in the offseason, they're doing it, and, and, and they're doing it to get stronger quicker because – Offseason, there's a limited amount of time. and Place at the table. Starting defense. Yeah. <laughs> On the gridiron. <laughs> <laughs> On the gridiron. We're going to have to talk about, you know. I, 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 but why don't they use it as like but a... But listen, you, the, you know, the, this thing kind of is not exactly as prevalent in basketball, although we don't know. And that's the thing. You don't always, see basketball players getting hit with this sort of thing, but we don't. But does the NBA so have any the NBA when they don't test in the offseason, right? Who gives a shit about Wes Welker doing molly and amphetamines in the offseason? I don't personally. And, and, and I agree with you as far as that, as that goes, Nate. I don't really care, to be honest with you. It just looked like he was whacked out on Wowie Sauce, you know, and he was just passing out hundies. I wish I was there, to he be prob- quite honest. He probably with you. paid for it the next day or the next two or three days. I would have been there for the next. I would have been there weeks. to see Johnny Weir's hat Am I right? and Wes Welker. <laughs> Yeah, bunch of but bullshit. back to the NBA and performance enhancing drugs. Free Wes Welker. Well, yeah. You don't believe that guys are doing. Well, no, I'm saying, I, as far as I know, the NBA doesn't test for it. Oh. The, I mean, I mean, someone's going to need to correct me on this. But Nate, do you know there was a the drastic NBA change tests on in the body of the NBA basketball player from the late '80s to the late '90s? Drastic. I mean, these guys uh, were. I, I mean, I don't know. Because they the went from smoking are. cigarettes and taking cocaine <laughs> to actually going in a weight. <laughs> like, remember, you know what I always thought about was Alonzo Mourning. You know, he was huge, and he was one of those first big NBA That's guys right. that Zoe. was just jacked. Played at the I hive. mean, he looked like a, a boxer. I mean, he was probably more muscle bound than Mike Tyson was when Mike Tyson was 19 years old. Carl Malone before you know him. I mean? Well, Carl Malone was, was all big, but he was still skinny. Yeah, Carl Malone didn't get huge until the 90s. At, when yeah. you look at Carl Malone in like 1987 and Alonzo Mourning in 1997, I mean, there's a 
significant difference. Yeah, there's, there's a big difference. And then Morning had that liver problem. Yeah. Or kidney problem. Kidney, yeah. And I always wondered if there was something going on with that. Like, it, it, you, know, you make a good point because... As, as as you know, Nate Nate's probably looking this up first, but I don't know if the NBA actually tests for these things because they're not looking know. that up. Are you crazy? I mean, they even I'm tested. I'm looking up golfer. They tested golf. I no. never hear about an NBA player getting hit for PEDs. I think it's because they don't test during the off season, yeah. and you don't want to be cycling on your steroids during the middle of the season. Dude, Carl Malone was super jacked in 1987. In 87, he was. Look at the size of this guy. He's a monster. That was just because they had small jerseys. That's what you're looking at. Bullshit. This guy looks like he's been just yeah, doing was, nothing. But is that 87? Nate. Yeah. Nate. Yeah, he's pretty big. That's just, not That's not Mark. That's what, not Carl Malone. What was Alonzo? Now, look at, but look at Alonzo Morning. He's no, doing in curls. In you know, guys, look at Alonzo Morning in 2000. Look at him. Look at him. That's not that, that's, that's skinny compared to Alonzo. Nate, that wasn't Carl Malone. flexing. <laughs> Nate, that wasn't Carl Malone you were looking at. Nate, that was, you confused Nate, why him. Are you, you confused why are you, him with why are Mark your hands Eaton. down your pants right now while you're looking at old pictures of Carl Malone. No, no, that was that was that was Mark Eaton. Mark Eaton's white. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I looking up? Alonzo Morning. Alonzo Morning. He's huge. See, Larry Johnson was huge too. Yeah. Look what happened to him, Grandmama. See, Morning wasn't that big with the Hornets. Like there, not that big. So like his first two yeah, years. Yeah, but look at him. At yeah, the see, heat. that's about right. Yeah, look at him when he first got to the Heat he in the late nineties. Big. Yeah, look he at that. Jacked. Yeah, I mean he's just straight flexing in that one. Look at that. You're missing a lot of muscle over here, Jeff. <laughs> I'm more into nerds. <laughs> Good lord. Anyway, NBA guys. Yeah, and, see, and the other thing is they they don't really need him. Um, it's a lot. I mean, people don't get injured like they do. I mean, basketball is compared to football a lower impact. Sport. Well, let me ask you this: you know, you had a bunch of players in the NBA go overseas explicitly to get experimental treatments done on their knees. Uh, Kobe Bryant did it. Uh, I think even Kenyon did it, right, uh, Nate? And uh, Danilo Gallinari. And, and I don't know if Where'd Gallo he go to Vale, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> He, a lot of stuff he went to Stedman Clinic, which basically he shouldn't have done, apparently. But, you know. A lot of stuff they've been doing in Germany is that blood spinning. Where the they, blood spinning. They the, take your yeah. blood out. They spin it. It creates, like, the most highly effective anti-inflammatory known to man. They put that back in your body, and it basically heals whatever the heck has been and bothering you. Is that illegal? Uh, they, I believe they just started doing that somewhere that in California. doping? Like, like uh, Beverly Hills or somewhere, they just started doing the same thing in California. Well, you it's know, the same thing as Germany. You guys know did. the reason they didn't approve it because they weren't entirely sure in the United States. I'm just, let me clarify. One of the reasons they didn't approve it in the United States until recently is because they weren't sure there was any other hanky panky going on with the blood. Like you know, maybe you're just injecting people were steroids sex or with the blood? you know, sti- yeah, people ejaculating into the blood. <laughs> And then you know, hopefully, you, guys, hopefully, you had blood and semen. You know, hopefully that that semen creates the seal on the on the muzzle. <laughs> Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan's been getting this treatment. Oh, time. here we go. That's how I Joe know Rogan. A lot about Joe it. Rogan again. <laughs> but, you mean the Messiah? But somebody mentioned him. Uh, mentioned on you his mean podcast his Majesty? about doing it in California. Ah, uh, it's just Joe. Just Joe, Joe Rogan. Super Joe Rogan. <laughs> Nate calls him Joe. To replace God in my uh-uh. book. <laughs> <laughs> Same letters, J O E. It's actually Go Rogan. Nate, Nate That's says, how I go by. Nate go says, Rogen. "Oh my, oh my, Joe, oh my, Joe." Um, but anyway, yeah. So that, but as far as two, P-E-D, we were PED. How does amphetamine, or at least in this sense, how does someone taking Molly at a uh, Kentucky Derby event translate into performance enhancing well, drugs? Yeah, but first of all, there's no such thing. It's not a PED. It's a Substance abuse policy, but no, but it's, they, it's wha- not about they whacked PEDs. him for PEDs That's because it's amphetamine. Yes, because it's amphetamine. I think for I think some for some reason that would be more understandable in the minds of the fans, in the minds of the of the NFL culture. If it's if you're doing it to enhance your performance, if you're doing it for the team, then that's more excusable than if you're out snorting coke or smoking pot or, or doing something like that. You know, in the seventies. Uh, from my dad was talking to me about this. Uh, he and I were talking about the Welker thing. He said in the seventies you had a whole bunch of Dallas Cowboys players just whacked out on coke. You know, a whole bunch of them were just completely strung 70s. out on cocaine. Yeah, you mean the sixties, seventies, seventies? You just like you know, Hollywood, like Hollywood Henderson, 
um, you know, all these uh, uh, North Dallas Forty. Have you ever watched? I was just going to say, have you seen that? That's you, a great movie. If you ever saw the movie North Dallas Forty, I it's, love it's that great movie. to watch. And then there was an incident where uh, a guy named Cliff Longley, who I think was on something, uh, punched Roger Staubach in the face, destroyed his career. Now he destroyed Roger Staubach's career. No, he destroyed his own career. He he was never seen in the NFL <laughs> after that. Uh, he it's punched like, him uh, in the face. Who punched Kermit Washington? Oh, that, no, no, Kermit Washington punched uh, Rudy Tom Jones. Yeah, yeah. Who did Kermit? Wa- yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why Rudy Tom Donovich talked the way he did later in his, uh, you know, when he was coaching the the uh, Rockets. Because you know, Kermit Washington completely destroyed. Hey, his face. we have an in-game Colorado sports guys sports update. Colorado Rockies are winning seven to four against the San Francisco Giants. See, you know, I don't care normally about this, but I really hate the Giants. So I'm, I'm glad they're beating the Giants. Yes, you mean the Giants? Well, let's uh, let's take a look at the last couple of players the Broncos released. Some pretty notable names. All right, yeah, good, good, cuts. good. Talk. Is Michael Sam in there, Nate? Uh, no. Broncos, <laughs> Broncos don't draft the gays. Yays. Oh, that's right. That's right. Don't Not since the Tebow. Yays. They'll never do it again. Uh, Broncos. <laughs> Not since Gosh McDaniels. Broncos released, uh, as predicted by one Mario Ventanzi, Capri Bibbs does not make the team, or Shaquille Bar- Barrett. Oh, didn't didn't uh, the practice squad though? Did, yeah, I think Camper, Bibbs. Bibbs. Capri Bibbs ended up on the uh, practice squad if he cleared waivers, which I don't know. Uh, Broncos cut uh, defensive tackle Kevin Vickerson. Started that was surprising to me. Twenty-seven games past two years. That was surprising. They they replaced him with Mitch Unrein. That's all right. I'm cool with that. And Duke Iannaccio started 17 games last year. That surprised cut, me. Signed with the Redskins. Talk he about started? S- yeah. 17 games. <laughs> Talk about someone who got a lot of, of hype Redskins. last year. Duke Iannaccio got a ton of hype last year, and they cut him. They cut him. Does that just mean the Broncos got that much better this year? I hope so. I mean, let's be honest. Half of Duke Iannaccio's press was his name, right? You know, the first time I heard it, I, I mean, thought it was his name was Duke and then Iannaccio. So no, the first name was Duke. I mean, he's got one of the greatest names <laughs> of all time. Duke Iannaccio. Duke right? Iannaccio. Yeah. Like, remember uh, when everybody loved Eddie Royal? That's right. That was all Eddie Royal with cheese. That's the reason why he got that Taco Bell commercial or whatever. Or he kept running back punts for touchdowns. One of the two. Oh, please. Caught 100 balls. Did you guys hear about Champ Bailey getting cut? Yeah, Champ got the old cut. I thought the Broncos should have cut him three years ago, so he <laughs> lucked out there. That was a piece of shit. <laughs> Nate and his one-man crusade against Champ, Champ Bailey. Champ Bailey I think the Broncos should pick him up. Should pick him up. Just let him sit on the bench for no reason. Yeah. Well, I think that you know what's going to happen is they may, you know, let him sign for a day and then let him retire. Or I something have a feeling. Like no, probably not. I don't think that'll happen. Um, but I will say this: I have a feeling Champ Bailey has a lot, like, as a fairly hefty. I disagree child with what you just said. I have a feeling Champ Bailey has a fairly hefty child support bill. Oh yeah. And probably hasn't Big been all that great with his money. No, um, terrible with it. So I'm, I have a feeling like he might be. Uh, what were you his financial advisor? Name? <laughs> he might be <laughs> hanging on for a while. I was told him to invest in houses and <laughs> Goodyear tires. <laughs> he and Terrell Owens might be playing for like the Italian. So are you guys saying next year? Are you guys saying that uh, he took the uh, Travis Henry school of uh, financial yeah. investment? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that he slept with a lot of women. Women, a lot of women. A lot of women. A lot of women folk <laughs> slept with a lot of women in this town, allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. Champ was a man of town. Man about town. Does uh, does Brian Dawkins still live out here in Denver? He, uh, oh, yeah. He yeah. made his home out here. He loved it so much. Why? Was Dawkins one of those guys? No. no I he kept was thinking, a man of you know, job. I think when they signed... Uh, when they... When they, um, when they signed uh, him, there was even signs of decline in Champ Bailey back then. When they signed Dawkins, when they, they signed, signed, but he, even though he wasn't, uh, you know, the same position, there was there were signs that the the Broncos were like, you know, Champ is maybe on the downside of his career, and then and then the Broncos resigned him, and but you could I, tell that they were kind of pushed into it. And, I don't know yeah. how much Champ Bailey declined over the years. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm I know he did, but or is how much of the game changed to the point where he was no longer. I mean, when you look at how the cornerback position has changed, guys like Champ don't even really exist anymore. It's just all super fast guys. Champ Bailey was a physical cornerback. I mean, that guy would have five, six, ten tackles a game, but now that you, you can't touch anybody in that position. Well, so it's just 
he if he was coming into the game now, a nineteen year old Champ Bailey, he probably wouldn't even be a superstar. Well, well would you say that he just wouldn't be allowed to do what he did that made himself? Would you say that he also was a victim of the advent of the slot receiver? Well, he remember he when he was he's no Tyrone Braxton. It's <laughs> true. Words no of wisdom from Nate Timmons. But he's he, no Tyrone. He should have played. Remember when we first got him? Like we were all thinking he was going to be one of those. Like, no, Neon I was super Dion pissed guys. off when they, we freaking traded for him. Why? Because they traded Tr- Clinton Portis. Clinton Portis was a Miami <laughs> Hurricane, which I loved. Loved the Hurricanes. Loved Clinton Portis. We drafted him. I freaked the fuck out. Wait a minute. You were, you traded were a, him. You were a Hurricanes fan. Don't say were. Still am. Love the Canes. Love Florida State. Love Florida. Give me speed all day. You love all three of those teams? Do you also, do you also you like them? Like, love the speed. Like, what if speed you were kills. some little dipshit from Florida who's like, man, I love the Raiders. I love the Chiefs. I love the Broncos. <laughs> I love the Chargers. Those are my teams. Yeah. West Coast offense all day. All four of them. When they play each other, hope they tie. <laughs> I'm a huge bandwagon Florida State school fan. I love them. <laughs> Well, listen, the... the Charlie Ward to Clinton Portis. You guys, you guys know how I watched college football this weekend? To Danny Werfel, baby. Oh, uh, yes, I watched I our... I loved college watched, football. I watched our buff skip. I loved it. Sexy team. Rexy Grossman? Come on, get out of here. You know what? I took Rex Grossman to back-to-back second. Yeah, we need, we need to talk, talk about, about the buffs. buffs. Because, you know, Nate Actually, can we talk about the CSU Rams who kicked the shit out of the buffs? Let's talk about the Rams and the buffs. Yeah. Can we talk about the Rocky Mountain Showdown? Yeah. By the way, did that game sneak up on anybody else? Jeez, I didn't <laughs> yeah, even know what was going on. <laughs> you know, Friday I, night. I actually wrote a post for it on Denver Stiffs. Basically saying how... Why did you write that on the Stiffs? Why don't you write that on Connor Sports? Because games? I had to. Because it was like... It was for other reasons. And You're relating um, it to the NBA? No. It was just like I had to put something up. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it was like three, something for people to talk. I knew people were going salary. to be I do I knew people were going to be talking about it. Anyway, uh, we I, I thought about it and I'm like, this game really doesn't benefit CU in any way, shape or form. Why? It's that's what Nebraska fans used to say. Yeah, but see that's I, the thing. Why, why they were at least in the CU? they were at least in the same conference. <laughs> You know they're u- losing to a dog butt conference. This so is, either either this they is a great <laughs> rivalry that has been formed over the past. I don't know when they start this game. Ninety eight. Yeah, somewhere around somewhere around there. there when they start doing it every year and they started doing it. Mile Do you know high. what the record is? This is in a the time. great. Nate, 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 what is the record of the series since they moved it to Denver in ninety eight? I believe it's what something like five and seven Rams. I don't know. No, what is it like? So it's fifteen years. I think it's like. Seven and eight. Twelve and six right now, or eleven and six Colorado. Bullshit. No, Those I think it's probably like, numbers. Look it up. But look that I thought it was pretty shit even. up. Well, the first probably four <laughs> or five years, CU probably won every year. I would guess. Well, I no, no, I that's when it was most competitive because CU was... Oh, and he C- had Kevin McDougal back there, bud. Yeah, what about C- Bradley C- Van Pelt? <laughs> See, yeah, that, that's back when CSU was still, you know... Well, here's the thing. A, I, a ranked team. I, I hear a lot of people talk about how this is a meaningless game and nobody cares about it and blah, blah, blah. It's just two little teams in Colorado nobody should give a shit about. And I say bollocks. I, I say this is a great game. It's the best game of the season. And with recent history for both teams, this might as well be the Super Bowl. Or call it the Daytona 500 because it's the first game of the season. <laughs> You know, this well, CU doesn't game. have a rival anymore. Remember, we don't we, after after uh, they moved out of the pa- uh, the Big Big Twelve. Good look. Colorado leads well. the series sixty-two to twenty-two and two. They've tied twice. But but what just what in the last uh, fifteen years? I think CU's won. CSU's won seven times. So it? they rekindled the rivalry starting every in year in ninety-five. Ninety-five. So it went Colorado, 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 Colorado. So Colorado State's won it one, two, three, four, seven. five, six, seven times in the past twenty years, and since nineteen ninety-five. Since ninety-five, so that's, that's okay, twenty seven, games, right? Nineteen one, games. So it's like thirteen and seven or something. Like that. Nineteen, and so here, here's the thing: CU is thirteen to seven. Thirteen to seven. Yeah. Okay. Jesus. I, I mean, Feels but like CSU massacres them every year. <laughs> I feel like that. I agree. That's because you. it was only I this totally year. agree with you. <laughs> but you got to figure in '95. See, you won it last year. I bet yeah. you from '95 to 2005, it was like Buffs won a like that was like seven of their wins probably. Um, from '95 to '98, Buffs went four and zero. 
Yeah. CSU won two years in a row, 99 and 2000, with uh, probably BVP running shit. That's when I was. A- no, BVP didn't come around until 2002. Oh, yeah, Jeff's right. <laughs> Jeff's freaking mind is like a goddamn, uh, it's like a turtle. I'll never like forget it. I'll never forget it because, it remember, like 2001, combined. remember, 2001, Colorado beat Nebraska 62-36. I you know, that was that, that great, that was the greatest moment I of my life. I, I was, I, I never, it was, it was wonderful. But anyway, and then the next year, CU was ranked like sixth. Was that they was played, they played CSU in the first game of the season. And then CSU beat them. That's the game that uh, Bradley Van Pelt spiked the ball off the guy's Is that helmet. 2006? Oh, yeah. 2002. 14 to 10 game? 2002, 19 to 14. I don't think he spiked the head until later, though. No, that was 2002. Because the next year, really, CSU won. You're going to argue with him about this. <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, the last, uh, since 2009, the series is 3-3. Three and three. But I love the CU-CSU Rocky Mountain Showdown. Pitches. I think it's awesome. I have... So many friends, both from both schools. It's I'm you know, a CU guy myself, but I don't hate CSU. I, I, I made the joke on Twitter the other day that CSU is obsessed with CU. CU only thinks about CSU one day a year. I think there's some truth to that. Lots of truth. I think there's a little <laughs> bit of truth to that. Dude, CU. I think CSU fans generally hate CU more than they like their own school. Dude, from 1893 <laughs> to 1904, it was all Colorado. <laughs> From 1893 to 1904? 1893 to 1904. So for nine years? Dude, during that span, CSU scored a total of 18 points. <laughs> Period. <laughs> CU, CU won a game. The first matchup ever. Final score? Take a guess. By the way, that was not, was not CSU. It was Colorado A&M, right? Give, yeah, who cares? You guys are Aggies. Always take be Aggies. A, take a guess at the score of the very first game. The first game, uh, 73 to 1. Jeff, <laughs> they only got an extra point. Fifty-nine to three, seventy to six. Oh, that was pretty close. Forty-four to six, sixty-seven nothing, sixty-three nothing, twenty-nine nothing, eleven six, five to nothing was the final in nineteen oh three. Forty-six to nothing. Who the hell was keeping track of these scores? There was an eight to nothing in there. <laughs> Jeff was keeping track of scores. That was, was me. He was biased. That was my years. first job. I was ten. <laughs> Jeff and I. Jeff in 1917 scored at six to nothing Colorado. So CSU's first win came in 1912. Take a guess at the so score listen, of that game. Listen, all y'all CSU people, all y'all CSU people need to need to respect this. Twenty-one nothing CSU. Wow. All uh, you know, you guys didn't like win a game <laughs> against CU for the like the longest period until 1999. So all I was used to like watching this this game. Was just basically CU just running roughshod over them, and then you know they got better and Sunny Lubick, Sunny Lubick, and then they got bad again, and then you know, there's you could definitely say, and I think you'd agree with this, Ross. I do agree. Uh, CSU CSU is ahead of CU right now, right now as far as players and competitiveness because CU has really a lot, long way to go to. I think CU, CSU has been overachieving for the last 10 years just by fielding a team. C, but they're not ahead of CU. Well, that running back that uh, killed the Buffs was the, the top high school Marcus Houston? running back recruit in the nation. Was it Marcus Houston? No, no, no not Marcus Houston. This past weekend. Marke- oh. Markeisha? <laughs> Wait, what? The running back for CSU that they just trotted out that ran all over the buffs. Oh, oh yeah. What's his name? Oh. Uh, God. He was a former number one recruit, hurt his knee, transferred from Alabama to CSU. Is That's that, pretty nice. But doesn't the head coach of CSU from Alabama? Yeah. Yeah. He was a he graduated and had one year of eligibility left, so he went ahead and took it up here in Fort Collins. So do you think this guy from the, at CSU is gonna be around for a while? What guy? The coach? The head coach. McElwain? Yeah. Tell somebody writes him a big fat check and he's going to bounce out of there like yeah. a giant ball. That's kind of upsetting, don't you think? That's just how coaches do at the college level. They just go where the paychecks give them the most money. Well, well you know, and never in Colorado is it going to be that because of Tabor Law. There's no way they're going to pay them, you know, what they're going to pay them in Alabama. They just what can't. Is, what does Alabama guy get? Is that Nick Saban? Yeah. yeah. Who does he get paid? I think he gets like $7 million a year. $7 Seven million. Jeez. How much does that football team bring to that school? 
150, probably. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yes, Alicia Minimum. Jessup. She probably knows that. Yeah. Well, you have her back on the podcast. But it's another thing, though, when you think about this. CU has evolved into a kind of a basketball no, thing, no, they? they're like a cross country school. <laughs> no, they're a basketball school. <laughs> they're like a they're like a cross country track the and basketball, field. The basketball, volleyball school, the basketball school, the basketball team, you know, which I never thought would be Who? the case. Colorado, Colorado, the basketball well, CSU's team. CSU's basketball is not bad either. The bas- yeah, that doesn't matter. The, the basketball team. At CU. <laughs> Why does CU's basketball team matter? They can't win shit. They're never ranked. I know. That's what I'm saying. They're they were ranked all last school. year. What, like 20th? Who gives a shit? No, they were all the way up to 11. There's that CSU and they didn't nerd really got hit. There's yeah, the Napoleon yeah. rage. Just don't engage them. He just never like wins anything. Jeff's so trying to anything. brush off CSU like they don't matter when CU clearly matters in the national Well, well, well yeah, all, but when, when, when was the last time CU has won shit in basketball? Last time CU won shit? Never probably in basketball? They won the Pac-12 tournament. When was the last time that CSU ever won their tournament? When was the last time CSU last was year, even in the Pac-12? Yeah, they didn't win it last year. <laughs> Two years ago? <laughs> CU stinks. They're terrible <laughs> in all sports. <laughs> no, they're good at cross Wait, country. The, I, the irony of this is that a little, you a little. Have you guys heard of a little lady named Kara Gausher? Nope, don't care. My buddy said. Oh, that, I think the Rockies are losing this. My buddies tell me though that CU's basketball team is. They got a kid that's debating between Kansas and Colorado. That's a definite one and done guy. That could be the biggest recruit since Chauncey Billups. They they He'll go to Kansas. Listen, I tell you what. The best. I don't know. Does he like weed? I hope so. Tell you what, the best you, decision. Wait, wait, wait. Quick, quick, aren't all question. basketball players like Yes, they do. No, yeah. The best decision um, CU ever made was getting question. rid of Ricardo Patton. Do, does college basketball players get tested for marijuana? I hope not. Do they? Did you guys ever get drug tested in college? I don't no, remember it. I, you were on the basketball team? No, but that weren't student athletes. I mean, come on. Student oh, first. Come student on, athlete. I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't know of a policy. There has they have to be drug tested, right? They have know. to. Wasn't um, Latimer on the program? I mean, he got popped for steroids. <laughs> he had to piss. Remember that he was getting an oil change. What but is that's this for again? Steroids. Just think of it as an oil change. <laughs> steroids. Oh, is that when he got urine pumped into his yeah urethra? Take the dirty out. Do N-C-A-A. men have urethras? I don't know. No, that's it's interesting. I I don't know because popped. you know. Hey, listen. Test. Chauncey Billups was an accident because yes, of course the NCAA his parents didn't want to have him. Of course, him. the NCAA pot test. Mitch McGarry got suspended last year. Who? That's Iowa. right. Mitch McGarry, Michigan center, got drafted yeah. by the KC Thunder. All right, so it's That's only right. during the season, right? Mitch McGarry on his pot use in college. So what? But it was only. <laughs> but it was you, only kid. during the season, right? I no, I think his was actually out of season. Jeez. I did not know this. You know, it's interesting though. The, the CU got, and the, the great story about this is that the only reason CU got uh, Chauncey Billups was because Kansas rejected him. Roy Williams didn't want him. So he. I don't he think came, they rejected him. I heard it Roy came Williams. down between him and Paul Pierce. Him and Paul, Paul Pierce, Pierce committed first. Yeah, no, no, actually, the, from what I heard, from, actually, from what I heard, seriously, was that, that, that they said. We're taking Paul Pierce, basically, is what was going on, which is whatever. You know, you can, you can take that whatever you want. So, basically, he didn't want to go to CU. Ricardo Patton didn't recruit him at all. Ricardo Patton was the coach back then. He didn't recruit him. Why was he Ricardo just came Patton there out so of DePaul, default, which is, which is one of the biggest accidents, in, uh, which was great for CU because they went to the first time. Beat Bobby Knight? Uh, yeah, they went to the tournament for the first time in ages. That year, 1997. And then Chauncey threw his whole career away. Then he went out. Went to the NBA, screwed himself. <laughs> well, he got drafted by Rick Pitino. Pitino traded him for Kenny. I still got it, Anderson. You know, that's interesting. Remember that that, that was the Tim Duncan draft. And the, and, uh, the uh, Celtics wanted The Celtics Timmy. really wanted Tim Duncan. <laughs> Through a whole season for him. And he treated Chauncey like garbage. But anyway, yeah, that, that was. I'm not surprised that this is how all of our podcasts end. Basketball? What? Just back into it's the. Yeah, it was like the, all time. It was just that, like the 97 draft. You guys remember that? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, who like it was yesterday. <laughs> I got a rifle of France. I threw up all over myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's end this. It's like he's not even the best player on his own team. So, Ross, you got a fantasy team going. Jeff, fantasy football? Fuck that. 
Nope. Uh, I'm back in on Not invited to any leagues this year again, huh, Joe? I don't, I don't play <laughs> fantasy sports. I am a Broncos fan, not a NFL fan. I had three leagues. I went down to one, and now I'm very excited about my team. I am not a Broncos fan. I am a fantasy football fan. <laughs> See, this is where Nate and I differ. I'm going to be watching Redskins and Vikings games all season, and I am excited. Who's that running back for the Redskins? Alfred Morris. I like him. I expect big things for him this year. Kid's got a work ethic, bud. Alfie Morris? Drove the same car since Ott 6. That's him? Yeah. That Infinity? Yeah, that's him, baby. Or that Nissan, or was it Infinity? I think it was a Corolla, or I don't know. Yeah, that guy is awesome. Yeah, he's shit. Jeff, you got to get on this fantasy football thing. Fuck that. It'll Maybe next really year. really make you excited. <laughs> Maybe for next year that will slot will open up for you, Fuck buddy. Fuck that. <laughs> First, we have to teach him how a computer works. Jeff always says no when the slot's up for him. <laughs> You're like, can I type up my rosters on a typewriter and then mail <laughs> no, 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 them to no, you no, every no. week? No, no, no. When like, sl- wait, if the games start on Thursday, when do I have to have my picks in the mail? Nate, before? you're mistaken. <laughs> You're mistaken. I never miss an open slot. Pony Express picks up every Wednesday. <laughs> How am I supposed to get the picks to you by Thursday? Kevin Costa said he'd be here to pick up my mail in a couple Wait, of days. So they so they don't send out my pigeons anymore? <laughs> For you, they will. Uh, all right, guys. Let's get the hell out of here. I don't even know what we talked about tonight. Go yeah, Nuggets. Go free. Garbage. Fever World Worst Classic. podcast ever. Uh, NFL season's starting up, though, so we got to get ready for a little thing we like to do every week called Gamblers on the Storm. Just took off my headphones and realized old Jake's is playing country tonight. Oh, yeah. Country night I, I heard I heard George Strait earlier, and now Garth Brooks. Yeah, George Garth. Strait sucks. I'm going to go tap a girl on the shoulder and ask to slow dance yeah. after we end this podcast. Well, guys, we'll be back Thursday bringing you our Gamblers on the Storm. Yep. We're coming back for, I think, our fourth strong year or something like that. Yep. Anyways, enjoy it. <laughs>